Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the Mental Health subreddit. But before we get into that, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized advice and try and learn something new, but I am by no means a professional. So feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. And uh, yeah, speaking of mental health, we are literally going to the mental health subreddit. So um, this one's much more generalized. I actually wanted to do a, uh, another one today, but uh, it's it's kind of, I don't want to say dead, but it's uh there's like a, like five months in between posts on some of them so uh it, it, for people's information it was one that i used to do um i was doing it like fairly often but uh it just kind of died out uh, gamers fighting depression i think is what it's, it's gfd for anybody that wants to check it out but yeah it's been a while since uh it's been you know had people like uh consistently on it and what would happen is people would get really uh people would like ask for um you know gaming partners of people to play with uh they give up give out their gamer tag or you know message me for your gamer tag or something like that and they'd get into parties which i I actually don't i don't i don't uh i don't think that there's anything wrong with that i think that's a great idea um but obviously you want to be very careful with who you uh solicit to obviously so Either way, why don't we get straight into the first post here? Why does no one talk about young men in general? Well, I do. (laughs) Maybe a little too much sometimes. Society doesn't seem to care about the mental health of young men in general. The problems they face and the expectations put on young men. You need to have a girlfriend, etc. There's enormous amounts of pressure, especially when men are expected to be stoic, strong, and... uh, and initiate. Excuse me. I, I, I was trying to say innate or something like that. So... um. I think that um, when we when we talk about men, and, and you know, I, I, we have to be really careful because I think there is, you know, you know, it goes back to that saying, right? Divide and conquer. To be real with you, I feel like it came out like back when the conquerors were literally. I feel like it's something that Alexander the Great would say, but I have no idea who said it. But it is an effective strategy. I'm not trying to be conspiratorial or anything like that, but it seems to happen regardless. So when we say divide and conquer, well, what do I mean? Well, if you look at politics, there are uh, people dividing people and they conquer them, right? If you can, if you can send a clear message uh, that this person, that a certain group is an enemy, well, guess what? If there's an enemy out there, you're going to need some friends. You're going to need some allies. Now, why do I say that? Well, if you look at YouTube, and not a great um, barometer to, to find out, you know, what's going on with society, but, you know, if you look at YouTube, if you look at these places where there are a lot of people lurking on there, if you look at social media, right, what happens? Well, you find that people need an enemy, right? They, they, they voice who the enemy is, then they find other people who are like-minded than, like them, and they... Um, they uh they go to you know attack the enemy now obviously that's not always a physical attack uh now why do i say that well if you look at what was happening early on so i grew up and there was a really big wave of the feminist movement right so um it's been going on for years uh, i believe since like maybe the 60s or something like that and then it turned into fourth wave feminism third or fourth wave something like that and then 
people, uh, men in particular, started getting sick of it. So then they started to fight back. And not only them, obviously, like a, a group of women. But you see where I'm going with this, right? So when there's a clear, right, before it was, oh, the man's keeping us down, the man's doing this. And, you know, to a certain degree, that was absolutely true. Uh, women weren't afforded the same things that men uh, were afforded. But then there was an overcorrection, right? Uh, now look at who's suffering now, right? Men. And uh, also women as well, because there's not enough men that fit their criteria, right? So if you look at it, typically women, and I've said this before, women will look for guys who are at their level financially, physically, like, like uh, there's multiple factors, but uh, intellectually or above. That's usually what they'll shoot for. Um, and so, you know, everybody ends up suffering when men end up suffering, right? Especially like that. Um, so the reason why I brought up that whole divide and conquer thing, well, guess what? It seems like, at least on YouTube, at least on social media, that it's a patriarchy going against the women, and it's the the uh, the the uh, feminist uh, overlords of some sort. I don't know that are going against the men, and I think we just have to. You really have to start talking to people and get outside of the. Uh, the YouTube bubble, the the social media bubble, and really start talking to people. And you, you'd find how nice people are, like even if they do believe in the things that they are uh, hearing on social media, even though they're not true. So um, I do think that there are people who talk about young men in general, but at the same time, um, it does seem like it's a little bit, um, it seems like it's more, more oversaturated now than it was before. Um, and like I said, I think that was a, because there was a, there was a void there, right? Well, now that the void is filled, there's so many people. That's why I don't really talk about it. I'll talk about it sometimes, right? And I'll be very passionate about it because it is something that I'm very passionate about. And it's something that I'm seeing, um, around me, you know, you start to see young men really like really suffer, you know, where they have no direction whatsoever. They are confused as to what to do with their lives. They are completely you know, and to be fair, you know, still, still something that I struggle with as well, you know, uh, because we don't have father figures and all that kind of stuff. So, by the way, I did a video about this a long time, a uh, long time ago, like a month ago, <laughs> pretty long time ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that typically the reason why people don't talk about men or people don't typically talk about young men uh, is because sometimes they are looked at as a, um, a higher class, right? Um, they have, uh, they're physically stronger than young women. They are, you know, certain things like that, right? So people will look at that and just be like, well, what do they have to be um, scared of? What do they have to be uh, sad about? Those types of things. And I think we just have to look at people at, a, at an individual level. Um, and that's why I think it's important to get off of, uh, to get, excuse me, get your opinions uh, from the real world instead of just social media, instead of just certain things. Sure, you can listen to statistics and all that stuff, but you know, you, you still have to talk to people out in society and you'll find that there are, um, you know, mostly pretty good people who want the best for the world out there. And you really need to talk to them and kind of see what the what's going on with them and, and, and figure out um, what you can do to help. I think that's the, the main thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I answered that question very well, but uh, either way, <laughs> uh, let's see over here. 
Uh, okay, no passions in life. Um, I have realized recently that I have no passions or hobbies in life. I only have one thing that makes me uh, happy. Other than one, other than that one thing, I ha uh, had slash have a passion for medicine. I dream of becoming a doctor, but as I go through college and see my GPA decline, that dream seems farther and farther away. I wish I had j uh, better grades, but I have no motivation to study. I'm lazy and don't know how to study. I'm depressed and anxious and think I have. P uh, BPD, borderline personality disorder. I always get it confused with bipolar disorder, but bipolar is one word. So um, I haven't liked uh, any mental health professional. Sorry, I haven't liked any mental health professional I've seen. Excuse me. Any advice? Should I try to switch psychiatrists for the billionth time? Yeah, I mean, that's difficult, right? Because um, I'm assuming you're just talking about psychiatrists. I don't know if you're talking about therapists as well, but you definitely want to, if you, if you're seeing a psychiatrist, I would highly recommend you see a therapist as well. Psychiatrists don't always fill that role that therapists give you. Um, obviously therapists can, uh, depending on what their certification is, they can, you know, prescribe you things and, and whatnot. Um, although that's more of a doctor, uh, a doctor thing. So you, you can get uh, prescribed things from, sorry, that, excuse me. They can diagnose you, which can le lead you to get a <laughs> prescription from a doctor. Excuse me. I got that all wrong. So you can get that from your general care practitioner or uh, a psychiatrist. But um, I would highly recommend you find some type of therapy that works for you. Um, and uh, you, when we talk about passions, we have to be very careful. Actually, you know what? Funny enough, I was just talking to somebody about passions the other day. I was, you know, somebody was, at, uh, I was talking to people, you know, I've been, been expanding my prayer, uh, prayer requests. So I've been dedicating more time to prayer. And somebody had mentioned like, you know, just pray because I've been doing this for a long time. I just pray that my passion would keep burning and, uh, and that, sorry, that, that the passion wouldn't go away while I'm doing this and stuff. And it's very interesting to me because I don't know, I didn't know exactly what to pray. And I still don't to a certain degree because I don't know if passion is a um, a great um, motivator. I don't think – like give you an example, right? Like I woke up this morning feeling like crap and I was very passionate about going back to bed. But I ended up going to the gym anyway because it's what I do, right? So – you know, and, and I'm not trying to say you shouldn't do what you want to do, right? Or something that's more inclined to you. But I would just say, um, you know, does it have to be a doctor? Uh, sorry, does it have to be a doctor of medicine? Do, could it be? A, could you go to a subcategory? Could you go to dentistry? Could you go to certain things like that, right? Um, you know, is there an alternative here? You might want to look at all of your options when you're, you know, if you if you see a passion, like give you an example, right, with this podcast and all this other stuff. Um, I always wanted to be like, you know, just like everybody, I wanted to be what an entertainer of some sort, a actor. By the way, by what I mean by actor is just being big movies, right? Um, not like an actual legitimate actor who's who's you know i'm not saying that none of those people are legitimate i'm just trying to say like i just wanted to be in the movies i didn't really care about my acting i just wanted to be famous right so i wanted fame i wanted those types of things and instead i decided to say well you know why did um you know i need to get my thoughts out somewhere so why don't i start a podcast and why don't i do this and now it's turned into well maybe i should uh make sure i'm doing my part so that when people listen to me they understand that I'm going through 
excuse me, not exactly. And it's always not always going to be similar to what you guys are going through, but I'm at least trying to better myself, right? Because if I was just somebody who's drinking all day, who's smoking all day, and I came on a mental health podcast, or sorry, and I had my own mental health podcast, you guys would probably be like, oh, this guy is full of crap, right? Um, so, and this is slowly turned into a passion. So you can turn something into a passion, right? I always use the story of Mike Rowe. Um, he did a TED Talk, uh, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs. And he was talking about how this person, um, he started off, you know, doing this job where he would um, like clear out uh, septic tanks and stuff, like uh, just real dirty stuff, right? And, you know, he was asking, you know, Mike Rowe was just talking to him about it. Like, you know, what keeps you, like, what keeps your, uh, keeps you interested in this? And he was like, you know, I wasn't really super into it. And then, uh, you know, a couple million dollars later, you know, now my passion is cleaning out your, you know, cleaning, cleaning out crap, you know? Uh, and, you know, something can become your passion if you end up working on it enough. Uh, and sometimes it takes other people, and this is something I would strongly urge you, is to find a community that is interested in what you're doing. And, you know, a lot of times, like, they will point you in directions. Like, I've been pointed ever since I went to the, uh, started going to uh, my church. I started getting really pointed in certain directions that were um, very interesting, right? Like, that I would never, ever thought about. Now, I rejected most of them because they all deal with people, and I don't like dealing with people a whole lot. Uh, but... You know, it's because people saw, uh, it's because people saw me, uh, sorry, because people see a certain aspect of me, right? So when they see that, they give me advice and despite whether or not I, I, um, I'm open to it or not, right? Like they'll, they'll say it because they think, uh, because they, uh, want to better me. They want to just, you know, reveal this, right? Cause it's, it's like, if, if you, see something from your point of view and somebody doesn't see it, well, you want to bring it up to them. So that's why I, I would just say, uh, find, find a community that's interested in you and that'll have, uh, and find friends that will have these co difficult conversations with you. Um, you don't want friends that are just going to let you go down into the dirt and, you know, just be okay with it. Like, Oh, well, now I feel better about myself. Cause that person, cause lucky's over there screwing up his life, but we're still friends. Though. We still hang out. You know, I, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's what a true friend is. Uh, now you can have acquaintances, and I've always been very clear: like acquaintances um, are not the same thing as friends, right? So, anyway, um, let's do one more post here. Uh, it's a little bit of a long one. Let's get through it. Can your reality be different from what you're uh, what you think you're experiencing? Hypothetical question: Is it somehow possible that at one point your reality changed completely? Like, for example, as a result of trauma drug abuse, uh, trauma slash drug abuse, you went completely insane and didn't even notice it. Like you think you're living your life the way you do. You see things as they are, experience what you think you experience, but in reality, you are living completely different, uh, a completely different life, excuse me, and have no idea what you're doing the whole time or where you are, what you look like, how much time has passed or what happened in reality. Let's say something terrible happened and your mind is making the defense mechanism to spare uh, sorry, uh, and your mind is making this defense mechanism to spare you the pain of knowing that your life turned out really different to what you think it would turn out. Like what, like you've, uh, like you're locked away in a trap of your own subconscious, and you see and live the life you want to live. When in reality, you're in in a completely different reality, kinda like you're dreaming, but you never can wake up from this dream you put yourself into, and never can know the truth because you're just too deep in the into your delusion. 
So what do you think? Would it be possible for something like this to happen? I mean, is there any type of mental illness that can make you feel this way? Completely change your surroundings, your life, your everything, and in a way hide what's going on in reality. Like I know schizophrenia or something like that can make you hallucinate, but to what degree? Yeah, I, I'm sure it's got to be possible, right? And, you know, I, I always go back to uh, somebody who I had on the podcast a long time ago. It was only on the YouTube one, but if you ever want to look him up, it's uh, uh, The Morning Mist 99, Above and Beyond Schizophrenia. His name's Paul. And as the title explains, he went above and beyond schizophrenia. And so he has his own YouTube channel and uh, and kind of goes into that. But, uh, you know, he talks about very vivid hallucinations that he was having. Now, these hallucinations are all, um, you know, they're all uh, very, uh, um, turn off the phone there for a second. Uh, these hallucinations can really vary from person to person. Now, with my... Um, when I was dealing with uh, hallucinations, it was completely different from what I was saying. Now, I think a, uh, um, let me just try and think of how to, uh, a, a more, I guess a lesser form of this would be when we talk about like when we do fantasizing, we fantasize about things and, you know, we get stuck in our own world that we create. Uh, that can happen. Obviously, there can be some forms of uh ptsd where you uh where you lock away certain memories um and, you know for me i remember uh, i locked away a certain memory and after a dream very intense dream by the way i'm not going to say what it was because it was very disturbing but i had this dream and then i remembered uh, this total random memory that i was like this happened i totally forgot about this i checked with my mom too to make sure it happened and she was like yeah that totally happened i didn't think you forgot about it but uh sorry she didn't say it like that right i know i said it was disturbing it's not like my mom just like brushed under the rug but she's like yeah that did happen um so yeah with with that i i've definitely had things but to be fair with you i i don't have like the best memory like i have pretty good memory when it comes to certain things in life but a lot of things man i forget really easily so um so yeah i mean i think this is absolutely plausible i'm not gonna say this because it sounds like uh you know this isn't a very hypothetical question it may be uh, some something you know to deal with uh, that somebody's dealing with, but uh, but yeah, you know, I, I it seems possible to me. It seems like it would be possible. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, if you guys want to check out all things casual, don't forget to check out that link tree in the info box. Also, in the info box will be the mental health subreddit. There's a vast majority of people with different mental health problems on here, so it's a, a lot more generalized than uh, some of the other subreddits that we go to. So keep that in mind. Uh, also, if you'd like to email me, you can e always email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.